you know what song we're welcome to bro sapiens How's podcast it going? it's going baby it's going it was so funny bro i was listening to the songs that we uh we had talked about last podcast you know what song we left out of it bro that i listened to i i don't even know fool like by, i don't even know how i forgot about it you remember that guy yeah i don't know if he was from like because I, I was playing i had a, i listened to that today not how i had a playlist when i was working out today dude and i thought of so many too <laughs> You remember uh, Wayne Wonder? Wayne Wonder. Yeah. 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 yeah no R&B. letting go, no roaming land. Dude, because you are my baby. Bro, I heard that shit. I was like, dude, how the fuck did we forget that? That's a good one, dude. But I know, dude, this song was so sick, dude. They used to play it in the middle of the night, like... Remember we used to stay up late, make quesadillas and shit, and the tortillas uh, would randomly fall from the center of the console? Oh, um, and a little we, ghost, huh? Some shit, bro. It was my mom. She's pissed, probably. <laughs> On the little radio, huh? Yeah. But we would... um Remember back in the day where you would get um, ringtones by dialing a number? Yep. And you had to do that shit? It's like text 7899. Uh, Those were the days, dude. That was work. I know, man. You had to fucking work for everything. Like, to rent a movie, we used to have, a, we used to have Dish, bro. And you have to use the phone line to be able to rent the movie. <laughs> you have to connect it. And you have to be- you better hope you have a long ass fucking phone line, like the phone line cable. Yeah. And connect it to the phone line. The Ethernet cable wait. or whatever it was called. Yeah. And then you have to wait and shit. Dude, that shit was crazy, bro. They had a bunch of movies, bro. That shit was a ripoff, though. Always. That always. Shit, that shit was like movies that you could find on TV. It's just you had to. <laughs> there was no TiVo back then, bro. Like you couldn't None skip shit. Or nothing like that. You had to like fucking sit there and watch all these goddamn commercials over and over and over. But I love Chef. Remember that commercial? J.G. Wentworth. 877 Cash Now. Yeah, all the fucking commercials. Uh, the Rice Crack and Pop. The oh Rice Crackle God. Pop from the Rice Krispy, the little elves or whatever. And it make you get hungry and get a snack. Do you remember the um, Z? Oh, zoo pals, zoo, 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 zoo pals. pals. Fucking stupid. Just <laughs> fucking watch that. Or that shit. random a slinky commercial. What was that one called? <laughs> it had a name though. I forgot. But there was that one, and then uh, you don't remember the Chef Boy RD one, where this little, this little pretty like curly haired girls in there at the store with her mom, and she's like maybe like eight years old, and the she ravioli. Goes, yeah, she yeah. goes. She goes. She goes, mom, and she goes. Not tonight, sweetheart. And then she puts it back on the shelf, and she goes, "But I love Chef." And then the 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 can just falls off the thing and like rolls and follows her home. Yeah, he goes over the river and through the woods, and yeah, <laughs> it ends up at like her door at her doorway, right? And the mom's like, "Yeah." Well, the, it goes in the little girl's hands. Yeah, when she gets off the car, and then she like. <laughs> that's just funny what was the premise of that commercial? Like, what what was the conversation she'd have with her? Like, did I you steal know. this, you little shit? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> where were they going with that i don't know but it was kind of fun like it was so much different bro like everything's on demand now and shit the car- the commercials suck now dude yeah they're kind of weird i mean look at this one what is this what is shingles.com come on man if you're over 50 years old i'll talk to your doctor cvs cvs has never had banger commercials no nah. always trash the walmart ones were the walmart ones were okay there yeah. came a time where they were like they, they, they were involving the Transformers in them and shit. Mm-hmm. I love that commercial. They had the um, the song by, um, fuck, what's that song? It's uh, Gary Newman uh, by, the, by the album The Pleasure Principle. They had the, they're in my car, 
I feel safest of all. Yep. I can knock on my dolls if I only will live <laughs> in cars. Dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. That was my favorite commercial from Walmart, but that was recent, bro. That was like 20, 2010. That's 2011. That's that's the long time that's ago. 12 years, dude. Here, let me open my drink. Yeah, dude. What are the JG Wentworth ones are good, dude. Or what's the other one with the person that's like moonwalking and it's like a, the Statue of Liberty? Liberty Mutual. Oh, Those yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Oh, and then there's the other one that the sh- that, that Shaq was on. What were they? Um, oh. Um, for a great well, rate, you can go online, online go to the general and save some time. time. Dude. And Shaq would come out. <laughs> Dude, those are so fucking funny, bro. The Geico <laughs> ones, dude. The caveman. The caveman. I always feel like somebody's watching me. This shit's funny, dude. Didn't they have to? Didn't they get canceled or something? I think so. Something like that happened, bro. Everybody fucking gets canceled these days. So it's easy, crazy. a caveman could do it. <laughs> yeah, getting ca- getting canceled. What about the kids, Bob, dude? Oh my god, shit. That shit was annoying, dude. I fucking hated listening to that shit. For now. They'd get this, dude. They'd get all these songs. Justin Bieber and Chris Brown all on the same track. Yeah. <laughs> I took my daughter to baby, a Kids Bob concert. Baby. It was interesting, dude. It a was Kids Bob concert? Yeah, dude. I took I my daughter. heard of that, dude. Yeah, dude. They came to Lavinia Winery. Oh, my God. A couple years. Look, speak of the devil. Look at that. Shaq and the general. Shaq and the general still going strong. And they got the little raspado guy, dude. They got Jenny Snow cones on there. Dude. Look at that. Take some time. That's so fucking funny, dude. But yeah, man, it was kind of crazy. I was thinking about that song, bro. Like Wayne Wonder, No Letting Go. There's so many we missed, dude. But Our our Return of the Mac. Yeah. When I try to tell you But that shit was good, dude. Or, uh... Anything boys to men is good. Is or, it just me or did music really take a dip? It took a huge dip, sort of. Or is it because we're not part of the generation? I don't want to be a part of the generation if that's what it is, honestly. Eh, no, I, yeah, I don't either, but. I feel like you can't compare to say, well, your generation and like, we'll go back to our generation and like, you're still listening to it. Yeah. It's, it's timeless. It's hard to find something good nowadays. I mean, at least for me, like I'm not into all that drill rap stuff, dude. What is it? It's like things called like drill rap, but it just pretty much talks about like killing and all kinds of like aggressive ass stuff. Really? Like Chicago type stuff, you know? Oh, I mean, I don't find some of that, but like. But the way it is now, trust me. But like, you know, like for a while there, like. And I don't want to get into it, so someone be like, give it a chance. No, I'm good, bro. Well, I don't know. Like, there were some dudes that came out, like, NF's pretty good. Um,. Hobson every now and then when he takes out is pretty good. And after Kendrick Lamar's good. Nosferatu. Tyler Tyler um Tyler not Tyler. Why do I Tyler the creator? say that, bro? Every time I say this motherfucker's name, Jack Harlow. Um there's a couple dudes in there still still wrecking shit. Snow the product, that girl can rap. Mm-hmm. Um But anyway, what's interesting is that Keith Sweat, dude, that's what we forgot. Keith Sweat, yeah, he was he was sad, bro. What's that one that's really famous by him? Uh, oh, I was a god is gone. I heard it today too. That's why I remember. I was like, how did we never remember that one? Nobody. Yeah, dude, that, that was, was good. Th- that was a golden Nobody. age. I, I, maybe, maybe we just say that because this is no R and B was R and B. Yeah, I haven't else, heard bro. much of R and B lately. Like, what R and B is it right now? Chris Brown. Yeah, if he drops, he's a part of our generation technically. 
Uh, that one that's called Her. And then you have SZA. Only women, really. Really just women. Mm-hmm. Every, I, every time I turn on Wild 106, bro, like, there's nothing that retains me there. Yeah, and the only time you don't skip it is when it's an old song. <laughs> yeah, Where you're like, true. they're playing this today? You're like, okay, okay. Yeah, when I go to Vegas and shit, there's a really badass fucking um, uh, radio station. I forgot what it's called, but it's all old school music, bro. The songs they play on that shit are such bangers, dude. It's ridiculous. El Gallito Diaz Diaz or what? Oh, dude, like a rap version, bro. They just be fucking down to some badass shit. But like, it's kind of crazy, bro. Like the music just, I feel like did take a huge dip. I know we were fucking around and just talking about like songs and stuff, but speaking about music in general, it's just, I feel like it took a dip, bro. I mean, you can look at it from a perspective of like when I, when I hear like songs like, you know, Hotel California or Dream oh, On man. from Aerosmith and I hear Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, dude. Dude, and, and even then though, but even then, going on a timeline basis, like music has been dipping. Like, how much of those songs, like, do you hear? Like, Red Hot Chili Peppers are popular among us, but, like, uh, you know, like, among us and maybe, like, among some of the older crowd, like, 30s and 40s, because that was our shit. But, like, yeah, when do up, you hear? We grew up watching and getting ready for school. Yeah, like, MTV. when do you, yeah, their videos in the sky and shit. Be over there getting a little shirt on, brushing your teeth. But and when, I don't ever want to fear. But when do you ever hear shit like, like Dream On, Keep Playing, Dream you know, on. Thunderstruck, Maybe ACDC, in a, in a Vietnam film? Credence, you know, those shits just lived Credence, on. bro. Those shits that lived on, like Fortunate Son, you know, um, obviously everybody knows, um, um, Jimi Hendrix, the rain song. What's that song called? Everybody knows that song. Yeah, by Credence. Like, have you ever seen the rain? I, well, I think that's what it's called. Have you ever seen the rain? the rain? But, you know, like songs like Fortunate Son and Yellow Ribbon and all those shits. Like those songs lived on, bro. Like Or the Frank Sinatra, bro, just to go even further. There you go. Like th- th- like there's nothing, bro, that stands the, the testament of time like those people. Yeah. So it's very interesting that... Music has been dipping low key. And like, then what's with funny quality. is sometimes when there's, I've, I've noticed a big trend now with new music, a song that, 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 songs that are hits now, if you notice. Yeah. They sample music from the 60s or 70s. They take that beat. The you beats, know? yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit. And then you're like, okay. at least back then, they would like sing the same song. Yeah. Not just steal the beat. Now they sample, like, uh, like not even that late of a sample, but, uh, Post Malone just had a song and he sampled Return of the Mac. Did he? And it's pretty good, but it it makes you it invites you, but you know because you, huh? you hear that you're like okay. But they change it, huh? Yeah, a really good sample is Larry June and the song "Smoothies" in '91. That song that sample's really good. I might yell, I might yell, and I might freak out. It's because the America Chivas game is in the background, so I apologize in advance if I destroy some some eardrums. Mm-hmm. But anyways, nah, yeah, dude, it's kind of weird. Like back in the day, like like. uh What's that song called? Frank Sinatra's done it. Uh, uh, Nat King Cole has done it. Perry Como. Perry Como. Not fucking Perry Como. What's that guy? Give um, it a Cuomo. Not that fucking. Um, who's the other guy? Um, Pedro. no, it is. It's Como. It's Como. Perry Como. What song though? Um, that's Amore. Oh, when the, uh, when the night ends, that's Amore. Like all those guys have, but all those guys have sang that song and kept it original. Yeah, and you know it's like these fools fucking nowadays grab a song from back then and make it their own shit. 
like I always found it so funny. Like, you, have you seen Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, it was a good movie. But I always found it so funny how like they made like. Look, man, I like Dr. Dre. I like I like the music. It's our shit. It's West Coast. I like it. But low key, they tried to make fucking Dr. Dre look like a fucking superhero. Oh yeah. Low key, they made, they tried to make him look like way too fucking like tough and yeah. and really like he didn't give a fuck and it, it was really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because listen to Easy E. He talks about the real Dr. Dre. I don't know if that's the real one or not, but. Easy E's take on Dr. Dre is a whole different take than what that movie would say, you know? Oh, my God. They made him seem like he was this fucking thug, real crazy fucking dude who didn't give a fuck. But it's real interesting because, like, it's so interesting how they made it seem like in the beginning when he's making that beat for a... um Oh, the fake one? The little yeah, fake scene? Yeah, one, two, three. And, to the, and he's making the piano beat. Yeah. And he's, like, struggling. And he's drinking a 40. He's, like, struggling and thinking how to make it. Bro, that's a that's a it's song. A, it's a sample. It's a sample of a real song. It's fun. It's fucked up things that people eat it up. Oh, my God. But and if you like, were to, like you're saying, if you were to expand your genre of music, your portfolio, and you listen to the songs, you, you'd pick it up like, oh, that's fucking. I forgot who sings that That's song. from that song. I forgot which song that was. But it was super interesting when Snoop Dogg goes in there and he goes, yo, Dre, what the fuck is that? It's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> it would have been so funny. Somebody came from the background. Oh, you're sampling fucking. <laughs> yeah. I forgot who was thinking, but it was an old school song. But like his grandpa shows up. He's like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a bunch of people who uh, you remember uh, Computer Love by Zap. Everybody fucking stole that shit too. They used to make hella raps of it. I think just, Biggie had a remix of it. Just like uh Cali Lifestyle has that one song. And then and then Ice Cube and Tushar have the same song. Yeah. But that's the thing. Sample. Yeah, and that's the thing too. It's like I kinda like when people leave it as natural and just kind of do their own rendition of it or a similar rendition, like mm-hmm. it happens in Mexican music too. Like oh, yeah. how, like how many people have sang, you know, La Derrota that Juan Gabriel wrote, and then how many people have seen El Rey or El Sinaloense? Even George Strait sing El Rey. Yeah, that's that tells you how good that fucking song that's, is. And he does it in Spanish. It's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They keep it the same though. Yeah. You know, it's like these fools steal it and shit and make it their like to try to make it their own. But I always felt I always feel like you know music is dipping in quality. And Dude, I, uh, now now that we we kind of brought doors, especially country, bro. Country's bad, dude. But even for a while, it kind of turned into like this rock rap now it's, yeah, pop. I feel like now it's like southern rock pop. I can't explain it. You pretty much, if you can just, bro, I can't even say. If you southern can just rock. put, a, if you can just put a twang on it, it's country now. It's like, what? but I wouldn't even say southern rock, bro. That's like an insult to fucking it's Kid Rock and shit. To Kid Rock, a Zach Brown band, Leonard Skinner, the Eagles. I don't even know what to call it, bro. Like now, it's like, like pop, it'll start off as a kid with, like with, with a good country voice, a twang. You're like, okay, a little guitar, and then all of a sudden there's a fucking 808 drum, and there's this like what? It's like pop rap. It's all a mixture of shit. It's kind of weird, huh? I mean, it's catchy, but like, it's not country anymore, dude. Just because this kid is from Tennessee and he has the twang or anything, that just doesn't, you know? You might as well have Paul Wall start doing country now. Yeah, it's (laughs) kind of weird, dude. It just doesn't make any sense, to be honest. It's Morgan Wallen, right? I think so. Last night we let the liquor down. And that's country now. Just put a little twang on it. I don't like any of the new country, bro. That's. For like me, at all. for me, I listen to country, and I want to say besides a few, 
it's like for me, I've, I've actually looked at it like on my Spotify, everything is pre-2014 for me. Around there. Yeah. Like remember we went to that uh, Keith Urban concert. I feel like right around there is right when it, it took peaked. the dip. Because that's when Keith Urban kind of left the scene. I haven't heard of him since. Mm-mm. It kind of peaked right there. Like it took its right. It took its peak real, but real bad. But it was really interesting because what happened was like, I don't know. Like it, it took like a golden era in the nineties and like mm-hmm. late eighties, and then it just kind of like in the like when we were like you said like the twenty like the early two thousands mid two thousands like it kind of like peaked. Yeah, around like twenty tens. I think it, it was still maybe a flat. It got to the top of the peak and plateaued, but. That's when they started. I want to say experimenting with the pop, but it, but it just, it still sounded good. There was none of that weird drums, all that like auto tune with it yet. I know? honestly think that Jason Aldean changed it a lot too, and he's I, one of my favorite. I, I think, I think, J, I think everybody got brave because if you listen to like the beginning stuff from Jason Aldean, it w- it was like a little bit of country rock, mm-hmm. and then he kind of started experimenting a lot with like. And Tim McGraw too. Tim McGraw started experimenting. Oh, Tim McGraw's good too. Tim McGraw started experimenting with like the more popish, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I like Jason Aldean, but like if you listen to like okay, back in the day when Jones to grow. But see, like that's like yeah. rap. That was from Colt Ford, huh? Yeah, so much for like so much so that he crossed over and made a remix with Ludacris mm-hmm. because it had so much rock in it. You know, Tim McGraw crossed over and made a remix with Nelly. with Nelly. So those two fools were like the ones that got everybody comfortable. And I then think. Nelly has God a damn, I was pissed. <laughs> he also has a remix with uh, Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, and th- and that's an interesting thing. But if you listen to songs like like obviously we can point out the big stars. You know, we can put like George Strait, Travis Tritt, Brooks and Dunn, all those big guys. Uh, but low places. What's that guy's name? Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Um, fucking. You can go older stuff, but we're going like '90s, you know. And, and, but you can put up like the like the old shit, like uh, Hank Jr. and Hank and yeah, all that. All those guys. You put that shit right next to like I like Jason Aldean person Bakersfield. Uh, you know, you I I like those guys, and, and I love Jason Aldean. But like, if you put like uh, Brad Paisley is a good one too, but he's he's newer, isn't he? No, he's he started in, nah. What on the tires is like '98. Right, but he's like new. Oh yeah, ninety. That's it. I'd say ninety five, like ninety five forward. Yeah, something like that. I think he was part of the two thousands peak. So yeah. with Alan Jackson. Yeah, but see, like Alan Jackson was one of the one of Toby the, like, Keith, one of those guys that kind of kept the country style. Yeah, but like you, you hear like a song like I like like Randy like Rand, Randy Travis. Like I love Randy Travis. Like if you listen to one of his songs. And then you put it up like next to Jason Aldean, you can start understanding why people start saying like country's dying. Yeah, you know, you listen to songs like like uh, what's that song? We're just hanging around, burning it down. I love that song. Sipping on some cold Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. You, it's cool, but then you put it to like to like. I've been dreaming all oh, the yeah. time. It's good to know there's or, still a few yeah. country boys it's way different. around. You know, it's like it's like somebody who's country would be like, what the fuck? That's like if you put the song Cruise and you compare it to like... Oh, my God. When the sun goes down on yeah. my side of town. You know, you start listening to that shit and it, it starts becoming like a... You know, you know, I am a man of constant <laughs> sorrow. You put Damn. that shit up against like, like, uh, 
looking for that girl, that girl, that girl. They'll be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. He's saying country. Or I mean, don't get me wrong. It's catchy. I like it. But that's when it started like going into pop. Yeah. You know? And I'll, and I'll say the main, main ones that were on the upbringing of that, like you said, Jason D might have kicked it off. Not so much the pop, but of, of making it different. The, yeah. But the I think we brought the pop it. into it. I think it was Florida Georgia Line, dude. After their first album. Because at yeah, first, I like, go, okay, this is different. Up. This is more relatable to everyone, even if you don't fucking didn't, you know, live in Tennessee God, or. Dude, they blew the fuck up, didn't they? And then they made it, and then they made it poppy. Well, they blew up, dude, big time. Huge. Jason Aldean, I feel like, was the first one that got everybody comfortable with the rock. And then, you know, you started bringing in people like Tim McGraw, started bringing like. Uh, like a more popish vibe to it, mm-hmm. but it, it did start changing. You know, there was a couple dudes that tried to like go back and, you know, what's that guy? He's like trap. Was it Travis Tritt Jr. or who? Which who was the other guy? We have Billy Currington was a great. That shit's country. That's a natural fact. He started talking shit mm-hmm. about all the, all the current singers. Yeah, then another guy uh, about heartaches and desperation. Mm-hmm. Some shit. Throwing jabs, huh? Yeah, hell yeah. Family traditions. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, like all those, bro. Like, I don't know. I listen to country now, dude. And I, I fucking... My wife likes that shit, bro. I turn it the fuck off, bro. Me too. I, I turn it like off. Like I said, unless it's an older song that's playing. Oh. No. There's a new one that's arrived from a guy named Zach Bryan where he's just pure guitar. He's pretty good. Yeah. Like, there's a couple. There's a couple. I'm like, I like Chris, Chris Young. Like you started to get into like the Kelsey ballerinis and this, this, and that. Yeah, no. it's like she's not Reba, dude. No. And then like the funny thing is, is like you get like I can't stand that fucking song. What's it called? The what's the Margarita song? What? Oh my! There's God. a lot, dude, and I feel like those the Margarita like Margarita shake it on up some shit like that. Oh, by Luke Bryan? No, I don't know. Luke Bryan went kind of that way too, dude. Luke Bryan brought it in too. Like he he really fucking. Cause at first he was kind of just like, like he, a soft. At first he was like a softer country. I feel he's a like trailblazer. Though, and guy. now he just made it like poppy. Yeah, that guy's stayed relevant, dude. Oh yeah, but he definitely made it made it pop. He like made it country pop. I got that feel good, good feel good, good stuff. Good. You know, he kind of like you know when Kanye she, and Little T Pain. He mean even throws that in there. Yeah, so he definitely made it poppy. But you know, some of the old stuff's good. You know. Yeah, but I think country. I might even go as far to say the country took a bigger hit than rap. Yeah. As far as change. Pretty close, though. Pretty close. Pretty close, huh? Yeah. Because, uh, no, nah, it's probably the same. You're right. Maybe worse. Yeah, you're right. I think country might be a little worse. Sometimes you can find some good-ass fucking country, like the Whiskey Myers. Those fools are good. Oh, man. yeah. My first rifle was a two forty three. Boom, 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 boom. The Papa Gay, Daddy, and Daddy Gay to me. Bruh, like that shit, like, you know, we're not even in a, in a space really that we grew up with it, but it's just like, even if we notice the difference, like, can you imagine? Oh my God, that wasn't a foul, bro. You didn't even touch him. They gave him a rail or card for that. Yeah. yeah can you imagine ridiculous. Some, some kid in fucking oh, Southern Alabama God. or something that grew up with it? pissed off, dude. I don't understand what you're talking about. Sometimes the sheep just needs to push, be pushed through the fence. Yeah. Dude. Like, what? I don't know, man. That shit's interesting, dude. I, I don't. The fence needs fixing. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I always felt like, I don't know. I felt like it was low, low key, like just quality and music throughout the years. I feel like it's been dipping quite 
something something amazing. Yeah, but getting back to the rap, rap, it's hard to find someone to rap nowadays, I think. It is, yeah. It's more you just kind of, it's almost like now you're just waiting to see if your old rapper still has it in him to drop, to drop something for you, you know? Yeah, I watched this, I listened to this dude, and I only listened to it for gimmicky rap. It's fucking a dude named Young Gravy. <laughs> oh, damn, Gravy. <laughs> fucking uh, Gravy. That's fucking so funny, dude. I listened to that fool. He has, he's like a gimmicky rapper, but he's pretty good. He's not bad. No, nah, he's got bars. But it's, it's just, just hard. Like saying, it's hard to take serious because he he has that persona where he yeah. wants it to be gimmicky. But the bars are actually good. <laughs> well, be he be clean like Colgate. Just come a hands on my index. And that bitch look like a pinhead. Oh, let's go, baby. That's a goal. Let's go. Let me hear you. There it goes. America just scored, baby. And he's telling everybody to shut the hell up. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Ahí cuenta el gol de visitante culeros. Yes, 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 sir. 1-0. Here we go, baby. Here we go. Apologies for the sound. Uh, I told you guys I got you guys ready, but um, I apologize. Yes, it is out there on the table. I am an America fan. I know we have some Chivas listeners, so I apologize, but... Y'all motherfuckers losing right now. 1-0. It's all downhill from here, dude. Presented by Ford. Yeah, dude. 1-0. That was a nice one, too. Luckily, they didn't call it back saying that someone was out of place or something. Because that's the, you know, it's the last thing you want. Like, the last one that was so clean. And I guess everyone was not in the right place. Oh, that was a crazy one, too. Right in the corner. Look at that. He responded. He reacted way too late, though, that's dude. That is very disres- That is very, uh, very bad. Very bad, dude. They scored in your own follow. That's fucked up. And he reacted hella late. Sorry, my my microphone was muted. But what I was saying was that goal right there. That's a very big mistake as a goalie because they scored it in your own palo, in your own angle. That's bad, dude. That's very bad. That's usually what happens when it's ooh yellow card too. That's when it's unassuming, dude. But yeah, man, that's pretty much that. No, I was gonna ask you, dude. Going back to that, um, to that, uh, I know we talked about the quesadillas. Remember the tortillas used to fall off the middle of the counter. Oh yeah. Like, look, it's very interesting. I was gonna save this shit for October, but because in October I want to do a segment that I used to do when I was solo. I used to call it Ominous October. Okay, I remember hearing that. Yeah, the little ominous mm-hmm. music. Yeah, I w- I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to ask you, I've always heard interesting things and I've always kind of like, I don't know, bro, like I'm on the fence, but like, then again, like, I don't know. Cause it, it, it's interesting. Like when one person says, Oh, I saw this shit or, Oh, I think I saw this. But when people collectively see something, what do you call that? Do you call that collective insanity? I don't know. I don't think it's insanity. Like there was a lot of people that. As long as they haven't heard an anecdotal story from the other person that they could base their opinion presumption off or whatever, then I guess I, I think huh? it's real. I know it's kind of hard. But if like this person heard this and then they're like, "Yeah, I think I saw that too," then it's like, "Oh, it starts getting a little like maybe you didn't." Yeah, because then they maybe starts, you force yourself to see that their story starts forming to what that person said. Yeah, but when it turns out to like you ask this person, wait, what did you see? And then another person, you're like, what did you see? And they're like, it's pretty close. That's when it's like, oh, shit. It's weird, right? Yeah. And then the interesting thing, dude, is like, they've talked about ghosts for years and years and years. It's never stopped. 
There's got to be something, dude. It's a common narrative. It's a common narrative within, you know, centuries and and a lot of uh, tribes used to fucking have their own ghost stories. So what is it? Is it really that we just use it as a form of 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 uh, keeping us busy or just like something we do to scare each other for entertainment? And what do you what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I've heard stuff myself. I've never, I've never fully seen something crazy. I've heard stuff. I've felt stuff. I think I felt stuff. I want to say there has, there's something, dude. I know there is. I know there is. But I've never seen a definitive thing where, like, I saw, like, you know, the telltale, like, silhouette of something or something, you know. But I for sure have heard stuff. And like, and like, what do you think that something is that causes those things? That's what I'm saying. Is it spirits? Is it someone visiting you? What is it? I don't know, dude. It's really hard, huh? It's an interesting conversation, bro. I've always enjoyed the conversation. Because then you start getting into other stuff, like fucking folklore stuff, you know, like there's duendes and there's this. And it's like, well, if you're going to say ghost rule, then who are you to discredit someone thinking duendes aren't real? That one's a weird one, bro. I, I mean? I've heard some crazy stories about that shit. And theories about what the wind is, all right? I've heard it's about... Uh, Gnomes, right? Yeah, but then there's places in Mexico say that the wind is a, a child. They're unborn child. Children. Oh. That's what they are. I haven't heard that version. What's that version? That, that Something along those lines. They could be like a child that was aborted, a child that didn't make it through birth, or things like that. So that, oh, that's what they say in Mexico. Huh? Uh-huh. Certain parts. Well, that's very interesting. I've never heard that. I've never heard that one. That's really, that's interesting. I heard this lady, man. Like I had a, a childhood friend. We were playing soccer, bro. And I don't know what the hell is this dumbass doing. But I, had, I had this lady. Um, we were playing soccer with one of my fr- childhood friends, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like summertime. And we were all on vacation from school. It was hot as fuck. She brought us out some water. Then she started telling us a story, bro, about um, duendes. And I was that's the first time I'd ever heard of that shit. And obviously, she was a funny lady. She was just doing it to, like, fuck, fuck, fuck with me since I had to walk all the way down to the oh. end of the street. And it was dark as fuck. So I'm assuming she was doing that to fuck with me. Was this in Shandon or Crescent? It was. It was, it was in Shandon. Oh, that's a scary walk, and I even though you got those dimly lit street lights, that's scary. Yeah, it was pretty dark. Especially with the damn coyotes in the background at night. I remember. Yeah, that's scary, dude. Well, the our end of the street was so dark, and then the fucking red foxes. You guys would get there too in the mornings, dude. My dad said one time he had to go to work, and he said he saw um, a whole pack of wolves on the fucking on the lawn. Wolves or coyotes? Well, coyotes. Sorry. I was gonna say you never know. You no. Never- Nah, those things are huge. He'd know. Yeah, no, there's a little pack of coyotes, but a coyote by themselves is very, you know, skittish and shit, but in a pack, in a pack, they're a little crazy, but anyway. Yeah, they might get a little brave, huh? Yeah, they do. They might end up jumping you, like most men. So what happened was, <laughs> she would she told us that where she used to live in Mexico, her, her dad used to send them out. To the uh, to to harvest some kind of crop. I don't even remember what kind of crop. Yeah, we'll just but, say corn. We'll yeah, corn. possibly. Let's say corn. Yeah, to make it scarier. But she said that that it was probably something weird too, like verdolagas or wajes or something, some crazy <laughs> shit. Know? But she said that her parents used to tell them to go, and they wouldn't go to school sometimes when they'd have to harvest. 
And so they stayed home to harvest. And then there was always stories that people would fuck with you. Now, that's easy. You know, you can be like, oh, yeah, where people are probably throwing things and fucking around and keeping the tradition alive and all this other bullshit. Yeah, I could see that happening. But apparently she was saying that that it was just her and her brother and that they would go out there, bro, and they would get like rocks thrown at them. And they would get, and they would, and they would see like the bushes, mo- like the like the plants moving. Oh, that's scary! And just like, and there'd be no wind, and they would get like pebbles thrown out them, and like, and was this like small town Mexico, or like pueblos, or like little Sierra stuff? Or Sierra what kind of, I'm trying yeah. to picture this in my head, like so, Sie- like Sierra, like mountainous region, like forty house fucking little towns, pretty maybe much. less. Yeah, like kind of like where our moms are from, like ranches and shit. And yeah. I forgot where in Mexico, but she was telling me all this shit. And then that she was saying that it was too weird, bro. Like these fucking, they would get hit with pebbles and stuff. And then they would see like the bushes moving and that kind of shit. And it's kind of odd, bro, because like, I know she was doing it to fuck with me, but it's very, to, to scare me. But I've heard similar stories from other people. Mm-hmm. So is this like a tradition? Yeah, the Wendy's is like a common thing with all, not even just Mexico. There's even like Salvadorians that believe in them. All Latin America seems like. And Irish people too. Yeah, the Irish people. So that's what's interesting. With the me. little elves and stuff, right? Yeah. Basically the little like, houses. like leprechauns, I guess. But yeah. No, they're called. Uh, I think you're right. They're like elves. But I've always found it interesting. Within the Christmas elves too, you know? Yeah. Like, would you say it's American? Maybe. But I've always found it interesting too, like. I saw this um, back in the day. There was this show. Um, so you know Ed and Lorraine Warren. They're like they're based off of The Conjuring and okay, and, yeah, and like the the Conjuring movies and some of the Annabelle movies. The two like uh, pretty much like Soul Search type people. Yeah, the the, uh, the Ed and Lorraine Warren. So they used to have a show called Seekers of the Supernatural, and they kind of talked. There was an episode where they talked about that, like leprechauns and 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 like and like elves and. Then they talked a lot about, they didn't say anything about Latin America. They were saying about Ireland. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird that people have common stories all around the world. Yeah, all around the world. It's just very odd, bro. It's very strange to me. I, yeah, I in Mexico, I it's super common, dude. Like people joke about it. Like you, you know, you misplaced your socks somewhere. It's always like, oh, los pinches duendes. I say that shit. You know, <laughs> it's a joke, but like it comes from truth. So maybe. Like maybe. J. Cole says, all good jokes can train true shit yeah that's what i'm saying like i say that shit sometimes i'm like put that boy up at you on dude it's, oh i saw that dude that looks good uh. i started thinking about that this is a <laughs> this is an we're watching the america chivas game in the background look, there at, in that. look, at, look at the hats in the background they're in the estadio acron dude that's where, a good graphic just that's fought. a good graphic designer because now i want fucking some pollo pechugon dude imagine dude pollos asados oh man some salsa verde the cebollas asadas too. Oh, the little frijoles on the side, the Peruvian my ones. My goodness! And then, and then the um the chi- the chile torreado. And then the, and then the Sonora style tortillas like the ones Mexicali the harina. Oh, dude, I know they're so good. And they're still like a little powdery. On- oh, pollo asado is a big thing in, in, in um in um in Mexicali. I, yeah, I, feel, I, was, I was gonna say I think all northern Mexico. I feel like as soon as you hit Sinaloa, cause that's where Pollo Locos invented. Sinaloa up, it's like, it's a huge fucking market, time, huh? yeah. Like Sonora, like you say, Mexicali especially, and it's bomb. But yeah, we'll talk about food in a second. Yeah. <laughs> but let's finish this one. That was, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because um, I've heard various stories about that, but bro, 
like ghosts have been universal forever and people just talk about shit but nobody can convince me and nobody's going to change my thought process on it like you were there we when you guys used to spend the night i would spend the night at your guys' house or you guys would spend the night at my mm-hmm. house and you know my mom had already died my mom absolutely despised she despised us eating at night she fucking hated it like oh, yeah. in our house she did, she would she would make dinner and after dinner she would say the kitchen is locked do not go eat in the kitchen my kitchen is clean do not eat uh-huh. well what were we doing i don't know were we playing call of duty no no this this was no this would have been medal of honor Okay, so this we, were, was we, were, like, we were playing Medal of All Rising were you, were Sun. Were you in high school already? I don't know, bro. I, th- I think so. Maybe freshman Maybe a year. freshman, though. But No. You don't know. I think it was before that. What have been? No, this is before that. I was probably like sixth. You were probably like eighth grade. No. My mom died in 2008. She was already dead. So maybe you were a sophomore at most, at the most. Yeah. I knew I wasn't in high school. I don't think yeah, I so was. Yeah, so I might have been a sophomore. I Let's think say 2008. I think it was the day that you brought a big ass thing of cheese balls. No, that was way, I was after, no, it was way later. That was after you graduated. Was it? Yeah, because I had the Celica. I was driving, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, it was a day yeah, that because we Kevin was there, something. so he was still in high school. Yeah, it was a day we were, we were playing. We're doing something. 2008, probably, because Kevin graduated in 09. Yeah. And, oh, I think, yeah, I think it was that year. But, I think, yeah, I think Kevin had his truck. Yeah. But nobody, absolutely nobody can convince me of otherwise. And that's what I'm getting at. We all saw a packet of tortillas, a heavy-ass packet, brand yeah, new. I could picture in my head the red packet of Guerrero tortillas, the regular yes. just corn. Yes, and we didn't leave it on the side. There was no draft in the house, and even if it was a draft, you'd need a pretty heavy gust yeah, this to was be able to drop the pack of tortillas, and it fell to put context, Yeah, it was a middle of an island, a typical island, you know, like five foot by three foot wide. It was pretty much almost dead center, I can remember, next to like an open bag of mozzarella cheese. There had to have been, there's like 100 tortillas in that pack. There had to have been 40. Yeah, there was a lot, dude. It, there's no draft. There's no, you know, fucking. It wasn't left on the side of the of the counter where we could have knocked it with an elbow or got t- caught to our shirt. There's no rational explanation. It was something irrational that happened, mm-hmm. and with no explanation. And, and, and the only thing I can tie into is that my mom used to get pissed off when I would eat at night. So, and I, that was it could have been that carry out like fuck yeah, like just throwing them. And like here, what I tell you. Yeah, and here's the interesting part. And we were all there, and that's the thing. It'd be different if you were just there alone, and maybe you left them on the edge, and you thought you left them on the center, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it collective insanity? Like, mm-hmm. how, how do we all three see the same thing? Well, we need Kevin here to be able to 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 confirm the story, but you you were there. Sure. Like, you're not just giving me my way or, no. or telling telling me, you know, what I want to hear. You were there. You fucking saw it too. We all looked at each other. Well, I remember we went to bed like an hour after, which we is not on out. brand with us. I mean, when we spend the night, we're being be up to at least two. Yeah, making skits or something on an old flip phone. Yeah, dude, we were fucking original. We were, we were create content creators back in the day, dude. Just never uploaded because you couldn't. But yeah, dude, it was weird. Nobody can convince me of that. Like we fucking, 
I seen that shit, and so did you, and so did Kevin. And that there's no rational explanation for that. I don't understand. I don't either. How, like like you're saying, how could that happen? Just think a packet of tortillas. I'd say weighs like three pounds. You know, full. Yeah, I know. I'll and- say this one weighed at least two pounds. Like, and then if you look at the shape of a tortilla, it's not like it's round, it's it's flat. Like, it's not something you're saying that could roll off like a water bottle could, you know? No gust of wind, no fan would slide tortillas two feet off of a damn counter. Like, it's not happening. I don't, I can't, there's nothing I could think of that could explain it. That's what I don't understand. That's where I'm on the fence. Like, here's where I was going to go with that. And I, yeah, I'm going to get a little bit, uh, uh, what's that called? Um... Mexicans call it mamon, but like I'm gonna get more like same thing in English. They call it like when they say no says mamon, they say it too. Like don't be a sucker. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get suckerish with it. Like okay, so my mom had just recently died, and there's a lot of like it was interesting. Like Anna Lorraine Warren is fucking funny. They say that sometimes when somebody freshly dies, they're not so sure if they want to pass on. Like I know that sounds crazy. I sound like the like the palm reader right now. Yeah, but. They say that they don't know if they're that they're dead. They don't know if they want to pass on. So, like, what if... I don't know. This is fucking going to sound crazy. But, like, you know, fuck it. We're in it. We're having a conversation. What if, like, my mom didn't know that she was dead and she thought she had to, like, get me in trouble or something? Mm-hmm. That was her way. That's Yeah, like, if that's her way of saying, like, I told you guys not to be eating this later. Something, my kitchen's dude. closed. Yeah, that shit was odd, bro. And believe it or not, I didn't like eating late anymore. Like, making food, I would just eat, like like, dumb shit. Like shit that doesn't take like effort to make, like you like you know? Yeah, like I would not cook anymore. Something dude. you'd add water to or something. Something, bro, or like chips or like a granola bar or Jer- chocolate bar beef chips. Jerky. I, I, I kinda was afraid to cook food because I was like I would legit cook sometimes. I would legit like make huevos rancheros or chilaquiles or pull out the butter. Yeah, something, dude. Like I would legit cook sometimes at night. The bisquick and everything, dude. Well, I used to love playing video games, dude. Uh-huh. The when GameCube, was, huh? When I was good at them, I the fucking Nintendo suck, GameCube dude. and the Wii, dude. I used to love playing video games, dude. Like I used to sit there and just find out new ways to beat a game. Spongy Rocket. <laughs> I still use that in my emails. It's so funny. Black Ops 2. That was that was like the Fuck, that's dude, what, Black Ops was so sick, dude. I would do anything to play Black Ops 1 again and have it be like... On Xbox Live. I hope they remastered it, dude. On Xbox 360 Live. Like, those were the days, bro. Yeah, I would do it. I don't know why. I think they're in... I don't know. I think they like... There's always been rumors of them wanting to remaster Black Ops. Maybe. Just the first one. The first and second one were just so much fun. Yeah, they were. I mean... Look, it sucks as the kids nowadays. It's probably a good thing for their nowadays for the way they act. The how the lobbies were back then, dude. If you think you're sensitive now, oh my oh, god, dude, those lobbies were. Don't ch- get into a lobby from 2000 and like let's say 11, <laughs> mm, 2008, nine. Uh, yeah, 360. Right before the one came out, those lobbies were crazy, dude. They'll those rip you were apart, insane, dude. Like, don't let them find out you're overweight. Don't let them find out you're missing a leg, missing a foot. Don't let them find out your cat died. Don't let them find out your ethnicity because, god oh damn, god, I'm not going to get into some of the stuff, but man. Yeah, those were fucking interesting, dude. Damn, that fool fucking char bolted in. He's going to score a goal, dude. Jonathan Dos Santos. Fool's fucking ass, dude. He was good at one point. But anyways, no, it was interesting, dude. Like, that was a, I don't know, man. It's very interesting because, I, like, I, if I see something, okay, whatever. I could be tired. 
you know, I could be hallucinating from a medicine. I don't know, something. But, like, when I collectively see something with someone, like, that shit gets me. Like, okay, what the fuck did we just see? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when we went to... Uh, Adelaide. When we went to Adelaide Cemetery, where <laughs> apparently one. there is a story. That one, that ghost. one, yeah, that one put, I got the chicken skin, dude, when I read the news article, like six months later, they confirmed what we saw. Well, I'll let you keep going, then we'll get back to you that. You tell what we saw, I'll tell the premise of what, what what's out there. So, basically. Let's just give them context on the whole day, sorry, more or less, kind of just sum it up for them, bring it down. I'm Mostly listeners, if they're local, you've probably been Adelaide or you've heard stories. Yeah. Okay. So basically, here in our area, there is a a cemetery out towards was it north of Paso Robles, out in the middle of like the back roads. Beautiful out there, bunch of Robles trees. Beautiful, beautiful area back there. Kind of like like sixteen like, miles. Yeah, it's very nice. Straight like. Mountainous country road, beautiful country roads, a lot of trees everywhere, like two lane, one lane country road. Those really pretty trees with the moss hanging, mm-hmm. very pretty. All right, so, oak tunnels, everything like you're saying. Yeah, there's a cemetery out there where a lot of people were buried there from the seven. Was it seventeen, eighteen hundreds? People that died from the TB wave back when it was back when there was a small town of Adelaide that wasn't not that was not Paso, I guess. Yeah. It was a small town where a lot of people died from the TB wave, and tuberculosis. Then, uh, what was the other one? And diphtheria. And diphtheria. And apparently there's a ghost there, and her name is Charlotte, and she lost her children to diphtheria. And she, it's kind of like La Llorona. She goes and yes. she looks for her children and is trying to find them, blah, blah, blah. Okay. There's a lot of stories about people going there looking for her, and they claim that they have seen her looking for her children. They have claimed that that car doors slam on their own. They have claimed that people lose their keys randomly. Yes. You can ha- you can drop, you, you can have them secured or whatever. For some reason, the keys will be lost. And you can Google this. It's it's all on Google. Adelaide Cemetery, Pastor Robles. Type that in. AI, I'll get you there. Yep. Maybe you could even put in Charlotte Ghost or something. There's people that go, have it on YouTube now of them videotaping it. Yeah. It's one of the most, like, you can look at most haunted places in the United States, and that's one of them. And that'll actually tell you that. And then it'll give you the whole rundown on it. So, basically, a lot of kids in high school would go out there, and they would basically do it, like, you know, kind of like when you're, you know, going on a date with a girl or something. That's an interesting first date. But, you know, if anything, that's a smart date because she's going to have to hold on to you. But Yeah, but you're not pulling over on the way back from that one. No, 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 no. No, it's a very interesting thing. And anyways, in high school, a lot of kids went out there and tried to look and ghost hunt and fuck around. Um, there was like a little outhouse or whatever right there where there was like ketchup sprayed on the walls and a bunch of like, you know, eerie well, cryptic messages. Well, we presume it's ketchup sprayed on the walls. Well, that's true. I we'll mean, it didn't know. look like it, but, you know, it could be like kids trolling or whatnot. But you never know. Anyways, so that's the premise. Go on with what we saw. It's like a little... Is it a bathroom or like a chapel? It, I don't know, actually. It was a weird room. It was a weird room. It was just a room with benches. I wonder if it's like a little prayer chapel. I don't know. It was... So, basically, it was like a little white room, white white brick room with brown... With a brown... Uh, it's like 200 years old. It's old, dude. And, and, and it had just one window. 
and it had like wooden benches embedded into the wall in yeah. a square. And like it's, a and it's small, there. dude. It's <laughs> probably like an eight foot room, eight foot long by four feet. Yeah, high. it was a weird, scary room, honestly. But anyways, a lot, you know, basically that's what would happen. So that's the story. It's set up. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going to go close the back door because the AC's on. Oh, yeah. It's getting cold in there. But uh, yeah, like he said, people go there. So one day, a group of us, I don't remember who was all there. Let's just say there's a group of probably eight people. We all take it upon ourselves to like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Adelaide. Let's go check it out. We had been there before, but kind of not too serious. We were just like, be like, nah, I don't want to get off because I have to work tomorrow. You know, kind of scared. Just trying not to <laughs> say you're scared. But this time we were all 10 toes down, double down, everything. We're like, let's do it. We get there and we, and we made sure we went at midnight because the thing is that she comes out at midnight. She has a white dress on. We go. It's fucking, dude, it's it's pitch black there, like black, black as you could even think. This is in the middle of nowhere, you know? There was no, any house there has like 100 acres plus on it, so the closest house is like a mile away, and then to get to the front of the house from like an entryway is like five acres, you'd have to walk. All there, all there is is wildlife, maybe an old skunk in the background or a raccoon. <laughs> so we go out there, we do our little thing. We get, it's dude, it's eerie when you go in there. Huh? It is very strange. Super yeah. scary. There's like a trail you could kind of walk, but you want to bring some sort of light because, like you said, you want to, you don't want to be disrespectful and end up stepping on some graves. Well, not just that too. Especially what time you go to, there's a lot of snakes and shit. Oh yeah. Well, we do the walk. It's super scary. But only knows trying to crack jokes. You're trying to keep it alive. You know, to like not get too scared. But you can just feel the tension. Everyone's scared. We're walking. Everything's dark. We don't see anything. We I feel like we everyone here is like random twigs in the background and stuff. Things like that. You know, everyone tries to scare each other. Yeah, like your senses get heightened. Yeah, he's like because you're around. so afraid. And then we walk for like a good ten minutes. Super scared. Anyone that says they weren't scared, I know you're lying. We go up. You start to go up like this hill. You remember? Yeah. And you get there's no. And then there's like a no tombstones or nothing for a while. And all of a sudden you come across like a a plot of like. A hundred tombstones, and you get to the top. And if you keep looking around, and sure, if you find Charlotte, and that's how you realize, like, oh, this isn't not fake. No. It says Charlotte, and it says the years they die, and it's like eighteen hundreds when they passed, and their children are there buried with her, all that crazy stuff. Yeah. So we get to that point, we hear more crazy stuff. We're kind of scared, trying to play it off. We're cutting, then you come back down a hill, right? Right. You come back down left, and then you go to like the the, the lower lot where the where that weird eight by four fucking room is uh-huh. and then didn't something happen yes so basically someone got a, like in an argument or something and like something got tense i don't remember who and then we get to the car you know everyone's in their car we fucking we leave we were in a suburban so we all fit in the car that's what i remember that's why i want to say that's why i think it was eight people maybe nine because our suburban was huge yeah so we're driving and maybe a half a mile you know this is pitch black Kevin's driving. He's kind of just playing around. He's like, oh, turns all the lights off. You know, everything goes pitch black, turns them on, pitch black. Kind of everyone's getting like scared. Like, oh, what are you doing? Da, 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 you know, yeah. turns them back on. And we're like, like I said, we drive maybe, we've driven maybe a mile now. It gets all curvy. Mm-hmm. And he turned and, and then we come across this curve. It gets dark. You know, you slow down and take the turn. He comes out and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, almost like those cheesy moves where they blink, you know, and you like get into focus. And I'm like, oh. 
I'm what just kidding. Sorry. How is that? And what I saw, how could I best describe this? I want to say like, you know, when you look at those pictures of like the Great Depression, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how the like the poor kids are dressed, you know, waiting for like the They're soup kitchen skinny. line. Yeah, with like that little like high water type jeans, but they're not like denim jean. Right. Like high waters. <laughs> kind of, but the, yeah, but the jean is in denim and they have like those old baseball caps on. So what I saw was two older men dressed in that type of apparel. I want to say 20s. Could have been older. Right. Kind of looking a little uh, dirty, maybe you could say. And they each, I don't remember if they each had one. One of them for sure had a shotgun or some sort of long arm rifle. And the other one, or both of them, were holding a lantern. Either both of them or each one of them. And I remember just fucking my heart sinking like, am I tweaking? <laughs> like, dude, what the hell? And then, but everyone in the car saw it, minus some people that might have been like, Fitting around on their phones or something, you know, but at, at least half of the people saw it. And I remember just fucking were like, let's get the hell out of here, dude. What was that? And then, and then it got really like, it got really heightened, huh? The, the anxiety. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And so, then there, I don't know if this is the time, but so I'm you, not going to say you left it out because I don't remember, but there was that one time that my older brother, um, he started speaking. Too, which it sounds crazy, but it was too weird for it to not be real. Like he was talking to a owl member. He kept asking it weird questions, and it, and he would like say, "Oh yeah, he respond, was there." Respond with two hoots, and respond with one hoot, and it would do what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like that to me is a wasn't trip. it a white owl? It was some. It was something. But he's, he's like he always has la lechusa. I mean, yeah, she's around. That's what you'd always say. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. It was too fucking weird. That has to be the most craziest pairing of coincidences and timing. No, and, and, and that happened right before at the bottom lot, like you were saying. Yeah. The whole we, owl thing. When we were inside the, the little the little hut, we all sat inside That's of crazy, it. crazy, dude. Yeah, I don't know. That shit, the timing of that was way too perfect where... I don't know. Did the only other thing? Oh, maybe he had a friend that went out there and was timing the hoots, and he was hooting. He had no friends that that would um, do that. I don't think anyone would. Friends would just be like, "Let me wait in the middle of a fucking abandoned cemetery." No, far from town where there's no service, and do this for you. No, but um, yeah, dude, it was fucking trippy, dude. But anyways, when you collectively see something. That's when it starts getting weird to me. Yeah. So how could, how could you explain what you saw, kind of that sequence of events from the time we left the Adelaide Cemetery? I don't know, dude. It was it, it, When it happens, you just kind of don't even know that it happens. You're like trying to register the whole fucking thing. You try to register the whole thing. and It's like they say time really slows down. Like that could have been a two-second pass by, you know, going like 40 miles an hour, but... In that moment, it feels like literally like it slows down. You're like, see them and you're like, holy shit. You can see every little detail in that moment of what's going on. My best friend in high school, we went out there with him and some other dude. And we went fucking around, dude. And and like his door slammed, bro. It didn't just shut like if it's down on a hill. There was no wind. It was a summertime in July. Um, We weren't on a slope or anything. And it just slammed. 
See, that's scary. Hard. Dude. Hard. That's when it's really scary. Harder than no win could do, like, the whole time. And that's all we saw. But we went home, and we went up with one of my cousins that used to buy me beer. And we went there, and we, he bought us beer, and then yeah. we went home. And we were just talking the whole time. We were like, bro, like, what the fuck was that? Like, why did the door slam so freaking hard? That don't make no sense to me. Mm-mm, not at all. That that And it didn't to them either. They were just like, bro, this is crazy. Anyway, it's really strange. And then it makes it even crazier when people see things collectively. Yeah, so that's what I'm that's what I was gonna segue into. So what made the hair stand up on my chest Mm -hmm. was uh I find the I I don't remember how I found I found an archive. I forgot if it was like an old Tribune archive or an old Paso high school archive with old newspapers. Anyways, it might have been it was like an eighty-year-old archive, something really old. Nah, yeah, maybe it's fifty-six years old, but it was old. And it was talking about how teens go to Adelaide Cemetery to da, and it's kind of they're talking, they're they're kind of saying how it was disrespectful that people right. do that. But I mean, it was like an old article, so it goes to show that people have been doing it for for a long, long, time. long time ever since that place has been somewhat abandoned, you know. But what made me the what scared me the most? I couldn't believe what I was reading when they're like. There's even been some silly reports. And I remember they said something like that, like kind of like mocking it. Right. Of people seeing gunslingers right by the cemetery. Oh, shit. And that's when like I was like. Because you I saw just, them. What did I just read? Like that's what we literally saw. Like it was, it'd be different if it was just me and I didn't say anything, you know, in the car, like all scared. Right. But when everyone in the car is like, <gasps> like what, like what was that? Keep going. Like. Then it's like, holy shit, someone else, like I said, saw there's a collective thought decades before. That's what's interesting to me. That's what gets me. It's like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, cause I don't think there's some random hunty club that fucking yeah. everyone sees at midnight. <laughs> unless, unless it so happens that we're coming across people doing night hunting, night hunting with, you know, cause it's illegal. Yeah. And this, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, somehow we've gotten lucky enough to find some night hunters in the dark of the night. <laughs> At the same exact time and the yeah. same exact... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's too I much of a coincidence. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah, that shit's crazy when people start They're not cattle them. robbers like back in the day because I didn't see no. no cattle behind them. <laughs> no, and then there's people who, like, have ha- have been... People who, who stick to stories to get famous and they have a plan to get famous... But we're not trying to get famous off of this shit. This is just no. stuff we've talked about. And and I read something else about someone saying that they're grave diggers. That it's not oh. a rifle. On another article. The grave diggers they got killed, they got caught, and that's why you see them leaving the cemetery. Like that's an interesting concept. Oh. I could have sworn I saw a long arm rifle, not a shovel though. That's crazy. Yeah, it's super interesting, dude. It's it's a weird thing, especially because there's so many people that report the same things. Like, but the 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 part that makes it more all the more scarier is like we didn't read those things before we went there. I read this the Charlotte thing we did, but yeah. the gunslinger thing, no. We read that years later. Yeah, that's where it gets kind of tricky, man. It gets real tricky, to be honest. That's but scary. It is, but now nah, there's that, dude, and then. We'll, we'll get more into it come October when we're talk more about like actual things. And yeah, we'll tell you, you about know. the other one because you know what we left out. What four miles before there? 
the old Adelaide's uh, schoolhouse. Oh. oh. I mean, fuck it, dude. We have so many. I have stories of my dad, dude. Like, we're in October. We're going to fucking leave from recording all fucking trip down. We're gonna, we might really drop more. We're going to need to get some... Uh, we need to get some guests on here that fucking really get scared with that stuff. You know, Jenny has a duende story. She does? And this is when she was younger. She's out like at night or something with one of her friends. Like they were walking home or something. One too, a scary and they, one. she will swear on you everything. This is when you're younger. You know, there's no fucking any sort of fucking drunk or nothing of that. You know, it's just young kids and they swear they saw the duende. Where? They can swear on it. So we're regular on some street in Paso, you know, but it was like dark. And they could swear up and down. Like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I have a cousin, too. I have a cousin on my dad's side that she doesn't even like talking about it, dude. She had a she had a, a duende story that's really aggressive mm-hmm. that she used to play with. And that eventually she stopped playing with him. She got it, it got fucking pissed off. She got injuries, all kinds of shit. Bro, and these are things that people saw. Like, that's what's weird. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Yeah. Like, and he said, in like, it drove my aunt, one of my aunts and my uncles. And I actually have, uh, I think the brother listens to this, but I'm not going to say any names to, like, you know, just to keep respect, you know. But, like, it, it drove them to go into the church, bro. Like, it really drove them to go into church. Yeah, so it was that strong. It was that bad, dude. It was that fucking bad. Damn. It, it was so bad, dude. Like, I'll even... I'll keep the details out of it because it almost seems like a movie. It seems theatrical. But I'll leave the details out of it. And maybe in October, I'll tell the story and I'll switch the names just to... Uh, just for respect purposes, you know? I got one of those. I got something, something like that, too. I got to switch the names, you know? But that one... And that one's recent. Like with my Xbox, I know people be like, oh, it's because you still have the touch one and stuff, da, 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 but it stopped doing it. Stop doing what? Turning on. It, it, my Xbox started turning on out of nowhere when when two separate people passed away. In the middle of the night, because I'd be upstairs and I'd be like, fuck, of course it happens like when you're like in your REM sleep, you know, you're like halfway there and then you hear the little, and I'm like, Wait, no way. I'm like, that, like you're half asleep, so that's not what I heard. Eesh. And then the next day, you're like, I was actually awake on my phone, you know, just couldn't go to sleep. Like 12, like 1230 at night, and I hear the Xbox, and I'm like, fuck, dude, why did this have to happen when I'm awake? You don't even I'm wanna, sitting there hella scared. You don't even want to fucking go turn it off. Huh? Hell as fuck, no, I didn't turn it off. I was so scared. That's weird, dude. Oh, dude that's which, just, which place did this happen at? Both. Which ones? My old my old spot right here when we used to live over there by Bronco Burger. Yeah, yeah. And the current place I live at. Maybe your place, your, your Xbox is faulty. No, so that's the weird thing is the, the when we first moved in you there. Did touch? Yeah, I never did it. Oh, shit. So a year into our, a uh, little over a year into our lease, our landlord's, our landlord was old. She's like, to give context, she's like 74, so she's older. At the time, our landlord, mm-hmm. her mom passed away, which is original owner of that house. Oh, they built the house like in the forties, fifties. Wow! 
and maybe a week later the Xbox starts doing that. You could just call it. Maybe I'm just trying to connect things or reaching, but that's how it, that's what happened. Wow, that's insane. That's fucking wild, dude. I was so scared. I was like, damn, I never has done this before, that's man. That's really scary, dude. Holy shit. I got chills. Oh, me, dude, when that first happened, the other time, the other house was smaller, but I was like, God. What happened to that house? Do they let it go to shit? So bad. It's, I don't know, dude. It's it's all fucking overgrown. It's got a lot of foliage everywhere. Disgusting. Why? It's a fire hazard. You used to have it so nice. I wonder why. I don't know. That was a nice little spot. Now it's like a yard for like heavy equipment and like seems like just a fucking. You have a spot for your gym right a now? Collection of dirt. Yeah, I've, I use pretty much my whole garage. Oh, nice. It's only a one car garage, so I had pretty much eighty percent gym and twenty percent laundry room. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of hard, huh? Like, I, I managed to get my car in there because I yeah. can't. You see, mine's not even the size of yours. Oh, shit. Mine's probably six foot narrower. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of the older houses in Paso, right? Yeah, if I, man, if I if I had a little more space, I'd buy a, a hack squat machine. Oh. But, yeah, let's turn the tide, bro, because I've fucking... In October... It's starting to get eerie, too, huh? It is, yeah. Starting to hear the cracks and shit. You're starting yeah. to hear fucking... For some reason, that Primo thing at the middle of the night starts, like, squeaking. And it almost... I hate, I hate when, the, when it turns on. Just as soon as I said it. What the hell? <laughs> but, no, it's interesting because that thing fucking... The floor creaks because it's real wood. Mm-hmm. This shit's annoying, dude. Sometimes I'm sitting out here. I have to turn up the TV, but I can't turn it up too loud. Then I have to look at fucking Manuelo Sol's big-ass fucking nose. And Andres Cantor's fucking still celebrating his Argentina fucking World Cup win. Fucking asshole. But, no, we were talking about food. So, uh, you can't. I mean, no nunca me agarras cansado for, with food, dog. Me either, dude. Fucking so, yeah. So, it's interesting that you say that because, yeah, it is like a big narrative with food. Like, chicken. El pollo, el, po- el pollo asado pollo or whatever. Asado. What's the one? There's one called el, el pollo cam- campechero or campechano <laughs> mexicali. Campechano? Something like that. But I remember in the day that was telling me about it. She's like, that place is like, if you like pollo asado, she's like, that's the place. Pollo asado. Pollo asado. I personally like pollo loco a lot, dude. I think Pro Loco is freaking bomb. I like it too. I like getting Thizer. I love it. I mean, I love it. It's bomb, dude. I, I, mean, I, I but, like but, it but I mean, but you get that different taste when you go to like, say, like you're saying Sonora or some like Mexicali where it's like done over the brasas of like mesquite and all that. It's like, ooh, yes. you get that little char, that smoke. Yeah, those fools are fucking good at it. Just think like it. Pollo asado el carbón. Yeah, that, that, that's what Yal Carbon, yeah, Pollo Carbon. Carbon. It, yeah, it's like what you, what you see all the time over there, fool. You cannot. There's so much chicken over there. Like, it's crazy. So good. Con la polliza. Vamos a la polliza. That's what they always say. Vamos a la polliza. No quieres pollo. Quieres que traiga ahí con los pollos. And it's so fucking crazy. It's so good, bro. Hermanos pollos, dude. Dude, they use like, um, what's that yellow shit? It's like curry, isn't it? It's like a. It's like a curry powder. Damn near. Yeah, it's like it really yellow. Like it. It's not bouillon. No, it's uh I think it is like curry, dude. Maybe. Sazonador is like really yellow and it sticks. And or it's maybe just, it's like a 
bunch of spices. It just kind of makes that color. Oh, yeah, it is. But I'm saying, like, it kind of, like... It, it, they almost put some of that other fucking <laughs> spice in there that people used to, like, fucking draw water out, you know? That's yellow. Uh, turmeric. Turmeric. Yes. Yeah, it looks like dude. that color. Turmeric works for water. Yeah. But that's well, the color it looks like. Water right? like retention. But, dude, it's so fucking good, bro. Like, I can't even begin to describe how good and that they're shit all good. Because, like, have you tried the one that looks like more orange? Like, oh, that one's yeah. good, too, dude. Oh, my God. Even when it's just, like, the plain one with just salt, pepper, garlic. But because it has that smoke, alcarón. It's like, oh, dude. And they always give you this fantastic spread, too, when you go. So, they give you, they say, ¿Qué quieres? ¿Quieres mitad o entero? And they give you the whole works. And they give you like a little plastic bag full of salsa, which is tomatoes, mm. uh, uh, tomatoes, cebolla, chile, all mixed up. And then, the and then they give you salsas and then frijoles. <sighs> and they give you like a tub of frijoles a la olla. That's the best one, dude. dude. And, they, and, and you could tell like you take that first bite, you're like, damn, this pot of beans was set to boil like at 6 a.m. You could just taste it like yeah. it's been sitting. You bite it. just You could bite it with your lip. Yeah. They give you pechuga. And then they give you a salsa and guacamole and then, and then, um, tortillas. Yeah. Aris de maíz o harina. And some have like the curtido, the, like the, the onions in there. Oh, and you can order too, aparte, like onions, like they have them like burning on top of the chicken. Or like the grilled jalapenos. Yeah. You can get, uh, some people have like chiles toreados or chiles oh, hueros so con queso. The chiles hueros. Yeah. That shit's crazy, bro. Like we don't have shit like that, bro. Low key, dude, I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting Marina to. just dropped on it, dude. Yeah, they do it. They got a little trailer with a little rotisserie in there, but it's still not al carbon. Yeah, I know. The I thing is because, like, propane. there's just so much hoops to go through here, you know? And I, I want, I want. And rightfully so, you know? I understand. Yeah, I really want to. Um, I wanted to get, like, a food permit. Mm-hmm, and like, Handler's like, Cardi and, and, and do that and then just get a black, by Blackstone because they have, like, you could, they have, like, uh, you can get like stuff on Amazon to carry and transport and stuff mm-hmm. like bags. And I really want to do like, I don't know, dude. I feel like my taco game has gotten crazy good. Yeah. And if you added the, to- if you added the chicken on the side on top of that, al carbon. Yeah. And I have like warmers. I have three warmers where I can, I can hoist like probably like 10 pounds of meat. That's a lot. It's a lot. As long as that grill's going, you'll be good. Yep. And I, I think I just want to see how much I'd make in a day. Yeah. But it's just so, like you said, it's the so grand, much. Easy. And it's like you said, bro. And I wouldn't waste more than $60. I already calculated it. It's not mm-hmm. that much. So yeah, at most. It's really nah, not. Nah, it just that depends much. on what you're doing. Like I said, you could just start off with like a $60 threshold, see how much you make on it, see if you enjoyed it. Because what would suck is if you do fucking make hella good money, but it was, imagine if it was just like fucking dreadful keeping up with it. To the point where you're like, fuck, man, when's this going to end? That's what I was afraid of. But I, I, a lot of people in Mexicali, what they do is um, um, until, they until they it until runs two, out. Yeah. Until it runs out. Yeah. They say from six until it runs out. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to go to like. But this shit sucks in my Saturdays and Sundays would be, would be gone. That's a, that's another thing you got to think about. Yeah. Because I would like what you can't do. Like, I would love to like drink a couple beers. They should do like a Friday pop up, huh? But I would I would do something like that, like six p.m. and on until it's gone. I thought about that too, not specifically tacos, just something, dude. 
Because one of my, because Gabriela, dude, she makes some bomb ass plates. Like that's her, like been her prerogative this year. It seems like to just she wants to perfect all the like the Mexican recipes she gets from different people. What does or, she make? Or people she remembers, just any recipe that she really likes. She like asked my mom for the ingredients or asked how my grandma made it. She's almost got the bolas down perfect, dude. Really? She's like she, she wants her. to keep them alive or good for her. Make like the costillas and chi- and chile rojo, the, Ooh, beef, asado. the pork ones. Yeah, asado. <laughs> And she got that one down, dude. And I've been telling her, like, let's just fucking do a pop-up. Let's sell plates. A lot of people like that, dude. And, and then, like, there's no place down here that does it. There's no one that has an authentic plate. Like like you're saying, like, Nobody. the asado, they'd be like... And you'd have to tell people, because, you know, in the south, they call it... Like, in Guerrero, they call it frito. Yeah. But, like, people wouldn't be, lose their mind. Yeah. And then, like, I fucking... Dude, people... I have a feeling, though, like, people here, they wouldn't appreciate it. Like, you know what I do with my tortillas? I oh. I burn them in the in the in the same oil that comes off of the meat. Yep, I, that's where the I side. cook them. Dip I put it, it to the side in the drip pan, and then I put the back in there. So when you're eating it, you're eating a taco that was made with. You're eating a tortilla that was made with the fat that came off of the, the pork al pastor. Yeah, they they you'd get some guy to be like, they're too greasy. Some stupid like, bro. Shit. This is what these tacos. This is what you came to eat. It's not that they're greasy. It's just that to tell they're made. And you came and got something so you don't get hung over or it's you're your, fucking drunk as fuck. It's your artisanal touch. Yeah. And then same easy, very easy. Um, I have a thing where I where I usually I do this. I could do like cilantro and cebolla apart just for people who are picky. But what I do is I put a no, whole put it together, yellow bro. Huh? Together, mejor. That's what I do. I do a whole yellow lemon. Mm-hmm. And then I do onions, white onions, and then cilantro. And I use this this really cool gadget where you put it in there and you spin it and it just goes. Yeah, I've seen and that. And it chops it all up and makes it very fine. The more you grit, the more you spin, the finer it gets. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to like emit those little like water from the onion that can, that's real good when they mix it with the lemon. Yes. Oh, man. And then I can make quesadillas on there. Al we could do it, bro. Like I'm saying. We could do quesadillas al pastor. Who knows when, when this takes off? You could do a bro sapiens pop up. Yeah, there's a guy named the Master Rock. He goes, "Hey, sure, man, help you oh, I today." I love that guy. Yeah, sure, sure. Hey, First yo, Ock, can... can I get a chopped cheese the Aki way on a honey bun? Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. that guy. First, we put the bacon on the grill. Then we put the mozzarella sticks in the fryer. Dude, yeah, that was fucking. And now we serve it to the customer. Hey, there you go, my brother. But don't forget the bev. Never, never, never. never. <laughs> yeah, dude, we could fucking do that. And I have the blacks on the same one you have. Yeah. You could use one for tortillas and one for meat. That way it's like more efficient, you know? Yeah. Well, my plan was like to have, because I have warmers. I have the three warmers. Mm-hmm. And then my plan was already to show up with some shit made, like almost made to the so it doesn't dry out. Yeah. And then just cook more. And then have tortillas on command and boom and have a bunch of tortillas in a tortilla warmer. Like have two big ass tortilla warmers. Yeah. Where some, you, cause I can fit some clay ones also looks authentic. Yeah. Cause I can fit 58 in each. It's a lot. It's a lot of fucking tortillas. But dude. they go, they go by quick if you got a line. Yeah. Cause if one guy wants 20 tacos. Yeah, I do. That's 40 tortillas. <laughs> Done. That's all your tortillas. Hella fast. It could work, dude. It just depends on how you, and there's so much taco trucks, but people say that when you're like, oh, you can't. There's so much. Trust me. Tell me I can't. I'll show you. 
Well, and not just that too, but it's like people know where the quality is, bro. This is different, you know. This is a pop up. This is all it takes is one motherfucker to go there, dude. Have you been to that one? That one's fucking good. And then that one, and then this one, and it just pops up. And I think it'd be better that we're not a taco truck. Yeah. Because it's more interaction versus, you know, you walk up to the taco truck and you have to look up at some dude that you don't even know if he's sitting in a chair or standing up. You're like, <laughs> oh, scratching no. his ass he crack. He could be fucking naked, dude. <laughs> he could be just have a fucking shirt on and a visor and fucking just have it all out. You don't know. Yeah. Versus and then, and have, then we're, and then that's more like they get the more like taquero experience. Yeah. And if they have like a eye to eye interaction, you feel like that more like, you know, you see. Everything you see, how this guy handles his money, how clean he is. You don't know what's going on up in that taco truck. No, I'm not hating on taco trucks. I'm just saying a pop up does have its benefits as well. Yeah, and dude, I have this great recipe. You just use al you just use a uh, diez mio preparado, mm-hmm. and then I have this great thing, dude, where I cook it on the blackstone. I can make it come out so juicy every single time. Oh my god, mm. a little bit of guacamole salsa. And fucking um, cilantro and and cebollas and fucking green salsa, bro. Good Lord. That's and some then, good eating right there. And then once you get that following, dude, you could fucking, uh, we could start adding other things. Like uh, my dad has that pool behind barbecue. Oh, yeah, if yeah. If you yeah. threw tri-tips on there, bro, now you're just extending the dem- demographic to going crazy, you know? I feel like that would be good. Like throw a couple tri-tips and just do like a barbecue dinner. I feel like that would hit too, bro. It's a lot. Or just tri-tip tacos too. Like, what do you want? Like, we also have tri-tip tacos for a dollar more. Yeah. You know, something crazy. But all right, fresh. Chop it up. How do you want it? This one's medium rare. This one's fucking still mooing. This one's well done. Hopefully, no one wants it well done because. I know how to make fucking Philly cheesesteaks too. I get down on the those Phillies now. are good. I get down on those now. That Jersey Mike's Philly. I cube them up. I cube them up and leave them like, like. A little bit after medium rare. Mm-hmm. And then that way if it cooks. And then I put bell peppers and then jalapenos and onions. And then I leave it almost close after a little bit after medium rare. Close to like medium. And then I'll sprinkle a bunch of cheese on top. Uh-huh. And it has jalapenos, meat, bell peppers, and onions. And then they're just sitting there. And then I grab the I grab the, the buns. And then I to- turn them over and toast them. And then I, I toast them with mayonnaise. Ooh, yeah, mayonnaise is good. Mayonnaise toasted toast is, is a different fucking animal, dude. And then once it's toasted, then I grab with the with, with the spatula. Boom. One. Boom. Two. Boom. Three. Boom. Four. Because it's all melted on the side of the mm-hmm. black sun. Oh, I got my shit down, dude. This is crazy. That's how I make my ribeyes, dude. Like, I air fry my ribeyes at 400 degrees just before I hit an internal temperature of 110. And then I take them outside. On the blackstone, and then I sear them under ba- under under butter. Yeah, like right a re- like a, a like a reverse sear, pretty much. Yeah, and right when they hit a one twenty internal, just medium rare is perfect. I, I've done that with my. Uh, yeah, I, I, perfect- I showed you my pictures. Yeah, they look good. I perfected doing things like that too because of the floods and the storms we had. Because I was like, "Fuck, I can't fire up the barbecue or nothing of that or the blackstone." Like you're saying, so like, it's like, what am I going to do? They pull out the cast iron. Mm-hmm. And I did a hard sear on both sides of the three, all three sides of the tri tip, and then I put that bitch in the oven, dude, for thirty minutes on four hundred. Mm-hmm. I used to do that too. Perfect medium, dude. I was like, oh hell yeah! And you got that sear on the outside. I don't have a fucking, uh, I don't have a, a pan for that anymore. But I used to do that too. Mm-hmm. So I used to do it to pork chops. Pork chops are good too. Yeah, the pork shoulder. 
That's what we use for, um, we make birria, but like we do like a, a knockoff one. Mm-hmm. We use pork shoulder. Oh, we use pork? Yeah. Birria's good too. Yeah, we use pork shoulder. Like it's just, it's a knockoff birria. Like birria obviously is not, not the same, but uh, we make it like with red salsa and we just leave the pork shoulder in there. Mm-hmm. It just strips, dude. It's so crazy. It just strips right off the bone. It's insane. Sounds good. But no, I guess it's asado. You would call it birria or that asado. Or some people would just call it chile rojo. Probably chile rojo, yeah, but it's pork shoulder, man. And it just fucking rides off the bone, dude. It's insane. <laughs> But, bro, I fucking, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, bro. I think the pop-up would work. Could you just imagine tacos and tri-tip sandwiches? People would be, and and, and why we'll the, we'll the Mexican mix it to piss them off? We'll do it like on a, instead of on a French roll, the tri-tip sandwich, that shit's going to be a torta. Oh, yeah, like on a bolillo. That shit's going to be a fucking antelera or bolillo, you know? Yeah. Or a virote. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be so bomb. But there's so much things, dude. Like, I've always wanted to do the taco thing. Like, yeah. I, I just don't know, like, where to get started or I don't have the energy to get started. Not on the cooking part of it, but just getting the permits and, like, them letting us do it. Like, I feel like that I don't would know be a what nightmare. It, I don't know what it entails. And I feel like if you were to go buy tacos from a taco truck and chop it up, they'd be, like, they'd oversell it to you, know, so obviously because they don't want competition. No. You know? But, yeah, I would imagine, like, how does it work? Because... Like, that spot right there next to the funeral parlor is perfect in front of DK's Donuts. So, all someone goes there every day, though. I know. Is that What is that food? Is it Mexican know. food? I don't know. I haven't seen them in a while, though, but I don't drive that much out there either anyway, so. I think any I think anywhere when the food is good, like I said, you build it and they will come. Yeah, fucking feel the dreams or what? Yeah. But, Yeah. I think I think that 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 should that like you said work. it it would have to be a spot where you could kind of set up because if you don't have a taco truck it's, you need space because you have the taco trucks by Wilson's you have Susie's over there by Flamson kind of and then you have tacos one of a kind over there by at that gas station Spirit mm-hmm. right next to the mortuary by DK's. And then you have the one you're saying that whoever, whatever, it's right there in that little empty lot in front of in front of DK's. And then you have Tacos Tilin, yeah. Dan's Economy Tires. Is that what it is? That yeah, yeah. And then you have right up the road on Crest and the guy in the little yellow fucking taco truck. I, is that guy good? I don't know. I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I like the tacos at the Reina, the Pastor one. I think those are the best ones, honestly. They don't. I don't I, know. I, 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 hopefully, I'll right. piss someone off that knows the taco truck guys. I don't know. I tried them and the Reina ones when it's fresh, like when the guys out there actually cutting it, cutting everything. It, it, it's good. I feel like they could use more flavor, though. You know the old they taco lack in flavor a little bit. The old taco guy used to do them better. The one when they first started doing that. It's a young guy now. He used to be some other dude, but he's in jail, rightfully slow. We won't get into that. No. But uh, he used to do like little pineapple and fry it in the grease. I remember he'd, he'd, he'd get the chopped pineapple fresh, not out of a can, and he'd mix it up with onions and he'd throw a, like a scoop of that grease from the pastor, the one that comes, that renders from the bottom of that trompo. Ooh. And he would fucking kill it, dude. Pages did some bad stuff. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Pretty much. But um, all right, let's get our picks in real quick and then we'll call it good. Since we started late because of the America game, which America won. 1-0. Boom, 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 boom. But um, anyway, Vasily Lomachenko, Devin Haney. Thoughts? 
Haney. Not that I'm picking him, but I, I think Haney's going to win. Yeah, I think he's the favorite. I think, I don't know. Like I said, he's been like, and it's another progress. He's been doing good with public relations lately. So that kind of all plays a part a little bit, you know. But I, I don't think it's going to be in a, uh, uh, who knows? We'll see because Lomachenko brings the fucking fight to you, bro, whether oh, you want course. it or not. He's very elusive. It's and very then, good. It's going to be interesting, but, but I think Haney's elusive too is the thing. I feel like I feel like George Cambosos was the perfect warm up to fight Lomachenko, and that's going to sound crazy. Are you comparing Cambosos? Well, listen, motherfuckers, listen first. Don't just start talking shit. Yeah. Listen and understand. Obviously, Vasily Lomachenko is miles ions away better than fucking uh, George Cambosos, but. It is the same style, per se. He's fast. You guys can deny what you want. George Gambosos is fast. Aggressive. He's got a lot of lateral movement, and he hits you from different angles. Why do you think he bothered the shit out of Teofimo Lopez? Yeah. You can say that he had air in his lungs and he almost died. Whatever the fuck excuse you want to put, okay. But the fact of the matter... He got his hand raised. He got his hand raised, and then you got to look at the style. The style's difficult. And if if anybody was... If he made George Cambosos look like that, I think that was a good prerequisite to fight Lomachenko. I don't think I don't think his schedule... And he's had tough fights. He just got off of fighting Jorge Linares. He fucking got off of beating uh, George Cambosos. He had a perfect, perfect lead-up to Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. If he was going to fight Lomachenko, there couldn't have been better opponents picked than what he went through so far, Devin. Haney. I agree. That's perfect. I think Devin Haney is going to win. Um, I think Devin Haney is going to be a problem, but you cannot count out Vasily Lomachenko. No, and I, you know what's funny is I see a lot of people saying like Haney's going to find out. Haney's going to find out. We'll see. It, it, like I said, it could. You'll never know. He is a computer. That but fucking guy. I'm not trying to get political or anything, but Vasily's got a lot more stuff going on behind the scenes that we may not even see with the whole Ukraine Russia thing. You know. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. We'll see how he looks. I mean, I, I get it. Like, Vasily Lomachenko is a computer, and he downloads you first, and then, you know, and then he figures you out. But I don't know, dude. Devin Haney is uh, Devin Haney's grown a lot, um, and he's gotten very smart, and then he's got a perfect style. If anybody's going to give Vasily Lomachenko problems, is if Teofimo gave him problems. They Teo beat him, right? Yeah. If Teofimo gave him problems... Devin Haney's going to give him even more problems because Devin Haney's got a more better style for boxing. He's swift. He's got a good style for boxing. Teofimo's got a better style to entertain you. Yeah. But in a boxing match. Haney's elusive. I'll give you Haney. Swift. He's got a fast hook. He's got a bothersome body game shot. I like Haney. I feel like he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't run as much as much as people say he does. Nah, he doesn't run. I don't think so either. See, that's dumb. I hate when people say that. I think that. he's a good mixture of boxer and fighter. He's right? a boxer puncher. He's good. Yeah. But so, so just people just like talking shit. Now that we're on the topic about Haney, have you seen all those little reels of Bradley Martin and Haney going back and forth about that? Oh, Bradley! I, I can't stand Bradley Martin, dude. Trying to say, but that what do he'll you think about up. that? No, dude, he'll beat his ass, dude. Who? Devin Haney will beat his ass in a street fight. Yes, I. I mean, I. I think so. Tio catch him like coming in, but I could see where he could say if he did get his hand on him without getting knocked out. If he wrestles him, you mean? Yeah, that's what. That's oh, what. Yeah, that, that's what his, he's so big. That's what man. his thing was saying. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, fighting. He's like, but what if 
He's like, what if you run? What if I run at you with my hands covering my face and just hug you? It's a street fight. I could see from that and what he's saying. I could I could see what he's trying to say. Like, well, then yeah, it's probably over. You, know, you better survive the first the first flurry. That's what I'm saying. Though. Especially with no gloves. Yeah. It's not. Nah. As someone that could run. First of all, Bradley Martin doesn't even look like he can fight. And second of all, he kind of ducked the fight with Big Boy that they told him to do. So, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. That guy's a fucking moron. Who knows? Though? He's an athlete, though. I don't know. I hate fucking Bradley Martin. Why? I don't know. I just can't stand him, dude. I kind of like him. But That's cool. I, 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 I could see where he was. I could see his point a little bit. It's just all these people have gotten so brave with social media. It's crazy. I think like, it's just, just like like the other day, Mike Tyson was on Patrick Bet David's podcast, and Adam, who's PBD, Patrick Bet David has some good content. Yeah, so Adam, who's his co-host, fucking looks at Mike Tyson and fucking goes because they're talking about the Devin Mulvaney Bud Light controversy yeah. bullshit. And he looks at Mike Tyson and fucking tells him, did you tell Kid Rock this in his face? It's like, dude, do you understand who you're talking to? Mike Tyson's old, but if he really wanted to, he'll put that shit on you, bro. You find out like the guys at the airport. Dude, I was so disappointed. Granted, Adam fucking drives me nuts sometimes. But, dude, he's like, did you tell Kid Rock this in his face? It's like, dude, you know who you're talking to? Not just a person who's in the ring. Like, Mike Tyson was really about that shit, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He hung out with Crip members. He hung out with, like, Zip and shit. Crazy motherfuckers. His buddy was the one that got, allegedly, couldn't do the job on 50. Dude, it's... That's what a lot of people don't even... Yeah, they don't realize. He was in these streets. Allegedly. And then, because, you know, after 50's shooter got killed... Mike Tyson said, uh, rest in peace before his fight or after his fight to him. So, yep. allegedly. So, that's what's interesting, dude. It, it's, um, it, 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 people got so brave. That fucking guy, Bradley Martin, like, in, like, telling, dude, I, I would, if he's I was adamant about it, too. I know. Like, he's not joking. He was, no, look, I know. He was getting kind of like, dude, some of these guys who are so big, they think that they're just because they're big, bro. Like they fucking got like this unheralded sense of uh, like alpha greatness. Yeah, because it's like that just means you're gonna fall harder, dumbass. Yeah, because if he's gonna sit, it's not like Haney's gonna sit there. He like saying he knows how to move. He knows how to pick up on your. I don't know. Trends. He's not just gonna sit crazy, there and be. He's dude. not gonna sit there and just exchange with you. I I saw that. I saw that clip, and I was like, I had to rewatch it. It hit me in the face like whiplash the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold on, hold on, wait, what? And he's just like so like adamant about it. Yeah. Wasn't he the one too that was like saying, oh, I'd fuck up Andrew Tate. I'd fuck him up. And then when he got into I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it is. And then when he fucking came, he was being a little bitch. I was like, hey, Andrew. And fucking lit his cigar for him like a little pussy. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, and people don't realize Andrew Tate's a fucking kickboxer, kickboxer champ. I'm pretty sure it was him, dude. And, and that guy fucking... That guy, dude, I can't stand him. I'm gonna break his fucking nose. But I, 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 if I was Devin Haney, dude. Like, Devin Haney's calm. He's Muslim. He's trying to, like, take it easy. And he's not a problem starter. But, dude, I would have been like... I mean, we could do that shit right now. We want to try it out? Want to see what'll happen? Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's make some content mm-hmm. together. But, dude, it was... Oh, my God. I, I was tripping, dude, when I seen that. 
that will happen with Logan Paul and Mayweather. And Mayweather is a pipsqueak. Yeah, I know. And that was fake because Mayweather held him up. You know? Look at, look at, check this out. Yeah, it's this one. Like, Who the fuck is Tate? Yo, Tate, come on, bro. I can't wait till he gets on the spot because that's the first thing I'm going to ask him about. Oh, easy, bro. What's hey, Andrew, come hey, on. Hey, hey, yo. What, are you out of your mind? Five minutes later. Fucking hugging him. Fucking what's good, bro? Fucking pussy. If he was really fucking crazy and fucking can beat uh, and beat up Devin Haney and I'm gonna fucking Why did you fucking tell him, dude, you're fucking late? What happened? Yeah. So uh, it doesn't matter. I won on my time or something, you know? (laughs) You would say, you know? I don't know. Anyways, that guy's fucking annoying. I've never liked that guy. Andrew Tate's been silenced too much, bro. I don't like it. Yeah, he's been kind of weird lately. I don't like how they did what they did to him, dude. That was not. That goes to show your freedom of speech right there. Oh, dude. How far that's gone. You use freedom of speech, dude, but like it's just like it's going to come with a price. It sucks what they did to him. I don't know what's been going on lately, dude. He looked ripped, though, when he came back. Yeah, he's just like, he's kind of taking it slow. Mm-hmm. So who fights this weekend besides Loma and Haney? So Vasily, Vasily Lomachenko, uh, Devin Haney, and then also uh, Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron. Katie Taylor's good. Katie Taylor's a savage. I got her winning that one. Um, I don't know. I think Katie Taylor's just... She has so much volume, dude. It's ridiculous. And she's she's very accurate, too. She should have it in the bag. Well, the UFC, there's Mackenzie Dern and Angela Hill. Mackenzie Dern was going to smoke her, dude. I think. I don't know. Angela Hill's on the decline, I think. But um, uh, Shabazian's fighting Anthony Hernandez. Um, Lupi Godinez, that Mexican chick's fighting Emily Ducati. Um, Andre Filao's fighting Joaquin Buckley. That's going to be welterweight banger. Joaquin, dude. Yeah. He's already got that name on him. Joaquin Buckley's that fucking big old black dude. He's so good, dude. Um, but that's pretty much it, dude. Like, I didn't really see, like, a bunch. Uh, Chase Hooper's fighting Nick Fiore, but Chase Hooper's, I don't know. Uh, Takashi Soto's good, too. He's going to start off. six nine, dude. He's going to start out the prelims. Oh, I just saw him eat a damn tarantula with guacamole on it. What? Alive. Cause he's been hanging out with Grupo Firme lately, dude. That fool's a trip, bro. They they were acting kind of weird, no? In this video, they looked a little sus too, because they both took a bite of the same food. Like, oh, yeah, they were kind of weird know, in that video, dude. dude. I didn't like it. Oh no, the one where they were in the in the spa or something or the uh, pool, or some something, shit? bro. Like they were touching each other way too much, dog. It's a little too much, huh? Yeah, I don't know, but but I don't know. It was very strange, dude. I don't know. Is interesting, dude. But whatever. To each their own. That's cool. <laughs> but um yeah, man, I don't know. That's our picks. Um everybody is- everybody online's bugging, dude. Everybody's saying he's gay. That that dude from Group of Feedum is his boyfriend and <laughs> No, I think I think I think uh I think a lot of people just misjudge Takashi's 
ways of staying relevant for other things. Like Takashi's a lot smarter than people think, dude. That's why he's in your mouth. You know? Yeah. People just hate on him. Oh yeah, but they they love hating on him, dude. Oh, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Um, what's up with Tyson Fury, dude? What's going on with him now? Dude, he went in on Joe Rogan. About what? Because Joe Rogan said that if they were locked in a room, if John Jones and Tyson Fury were locked in a room together, John Jones would beat the fuck out of him. And so Tyson Fury got incredibly pissed off, went onto his social media that he hasn't been on for a while. And he's like, I heard that that fucking bitch ass little midget was saying all these things about me, about the gypsy king. And he was fucking pissed, dude. He was like, there's no man born over their mother's cunt. The cunt bear can't do some shit. Like, he was pissed, dude. He was so so mad. He genuinely thinks no one can beat him up in the world. He's, dude. And Ghana would destroy him, dude. Look at this. Watch this. This is so fucking funny, dude. Can you imagine Nganu? Uh, I think he'd beat the shit out of Nganu. I think Nganu beat the shit out of him if he gets his hands on him. In wrestling? Oh, and everything is still full on. Anything goes. Bah. You don't think? No. You think Fury would beat him? I don't Bad, think so. Bad, dude. He'd bludgeon him. In a boxing so. match? Fucking No, not bludgeon. boxing. Octagon. It depends. If he wants to wrestle him, then Ngannou would beat him. Yeah. But if they want to throw blows, I think fucking Tyson Fury would beat the living oh, shit yeah. out if of him. Oh, yeah. If it's just boxing, yeah. But if it's wrestling, yeah, I think I think he'd lose. Watch. Check this out. Like. And also, I'm in the prime of my life as well. I'm 34 years old. As strong, as big, as fucking fat as I've ever been. I'm looking to sign a 10 fight deal. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't fucking going nowhere. I'm coming for all of you motherfuckers out there. I'm the baddest man on the planet. I heard Joe Rogan say something about me the other day, and I've been off all the social medias and didn't reply to that old pussy. Little fucking midget, ball-headed midget. I heard him say that John Jones could fuck me up if we went in the room together. I don't think so. Not a man born for him. Mother can fuck me up in a room on our own. Whatever happens in that room, I'd be walking out. Not a fucking problem. I love it, dude. I don't like that he fucking talks shit about Joe Rogan. It is what it is. When you're online, people are going to attack you. It is what it is. Yeah. But, dude, I love the fire. Like, he's still got fire. He's 45. He's got it. He's still got it, dude. He's still he's still, he's still, still aching to fucking get in a fight. Uh, he said he tried to fight um, AJ. didn't work out. He tried to fight um, uh, Usyk. It didn't work out. He said that he was going to fight Zhang, but against Joyce or whatever, wants a rematch with him, so he's not fighting then. He's saying that Andy Reese is asking for way too much money. Andy Reese is asking for twenty mil. I think that I think I thought you were going to say a bigger number than that. I thought I thought that was fair, but twenty mil. I mean, obviously we're not we don't make that much money as they do, but I feel like considering, well, considering he was he he's got cali- Mexico behind him, the caliber he was of the that unified fight. champion. He beat you know Anthony Joshua. Um, I I thought it was fair. Twenty but, mils, twenty mils is respectable. I think. What's yeah. he going to make? Sixty. <laughs> Probably. And then you got, but I just think that he's factoring in everything because low key, bro. Like that, Andy Reese is kind of annoying. Like there's his dad and his management's really annoying about money. Like that's why it took so long to do to try to find and do the rematch. So we're yeah. asking way too much. But like I get it because it's, it's twenty mil. He's asking that as a beginning price. Like after that, like is it just twenty mil, or what are you gonna want from the gate? What are you going to want from the pay-per-view? Yeah. What are you going to want from the promotions? Like, 
So there's a lot that goes into it, but I don't know. But he's saying he's like a stupid little bastard. He's like, yeah. he's not going to give him that Fat little Mexican. Guy. He's like, he's not, he, he said he's not going to give him that. It's too much money he was asking for. But that's what happens when you're the A side. Yep. Like Tyson Fury is the A side, dude. He's literally beat everybody up except um, AJ and and uh, Usyk, but and Reese and Reese, yeah. But you know, Usyk and and AJ are the only ones he has left. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fight with Danny Reese would be nice, but he's not even a champion, you know. Yeah, Reese would have to get that belt back somehow. Yeah, or at least a belt. Yeah, and he's got to fight more, dude. He's got to stay active. He hasn't fought anybody. He's eating all kinds, and he's fucking around. Social media is just fucking around. Like, he's got to fight, man. He's got to be busy. Like, who was his last fight? Chris Ariola and uh, Luis Ortiz? Ortiz. Okay, like, Luis Ortiz is, times. like, fucking 60. You know, it's like, it's done, dude. Like, the, Luis Ortiz saw his best days already. It's just like, he needs to stay busy, dude. Like, there's some good fights for him. Like, Adam Kowanaki. Fight Adam Kowanaki. Fucking get your rematch with fucking Joseph Parker. Get yeah. your rematch with Joseph Parker. Solidify it. Something. Stay busy. Fight Robert Hellenius. Robert Hellenius just got starched by, by Deontay Wilder. Fight him. Fight um, Deontay Wilder. Get yourself busy. Like, he's not busy, dude. He's wasting his best years, and he has the opportunity to become a great fucking fighter. Yeah, just, how old is he? He's like 34. He's like 33, 34, yeah. He's got a good four. He's got a solid three years. Easy, dude. And especially in the heavyweights, too. The power's the last to go, but he's so quick. He's just wasting his life, dude. He's a fucking annoying bastard, dude. He's so good. I like him so much. That's why I get so mad. He's 33. Um, But I don't know, man. He's just fucking up, dude. Like, he fell in love with his little Rocky moment, you know, his Buster Douglas moment. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's where we're at, man. We've got some good fights coming up. Had a good conversation coming up. That's it. And that's that for me. That's all I got for them today, Anything too, man. for you, man. I think that's it. I think we that's pretty it. much covered everything pretty well. Yep. And just remember, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Five Star Junk Removal. You can use promo code BRO10. To get $10 off your first load, that's $10 off your first load. Where can they reach you, Alonzo? As always, 805-769-7796. Give us a call or text, or just search up Junk Removal Near Me. Pastor Robles, we're bound to pop up first or second. 